Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. The guys have watched the amazing week six slate, and oh my goodness, a lot of the games lived up to the hype, and they did not disappoint. So, after following this week's drive-through, it's been three weeks, so it's time for our power rankings. So sit back and enjoy the show. And don't forget, the NBA is back. All right, here we are, Jalen. It is a beautiful Tuesday evening. Uh, finishing up week six of the NFL season. We got some things wrong, got some things right. How are you doing tonight, sir? Doing pretty solid, man. Um, whole month of football has passed. It's crazy. Uh, and here we are. I'm watching NBA tip, tip off. You know, it's full circle, man. Sports, sports is a full circle. Yeah. So, it never stops going. That never stops. We'll get into some NBA uh, maybe at the end with the season starting today. But so I guess first we'll just go through the slate, uh, power through it here. It was a pretty wild week, and the league is certainly very murky, especially in some divisions. Um, so we'll start with a classic upset. I would like to uh, start with a victory cap on this one. Called my upset of the week, I said the Falcons, and that ended up being right. They beat the 49ers 28 to 14 smack them the Falcons running game is just like bizarre and it's so good like they ran they ran all over them Mariota was making plays and they shut down Jimmy G with some stupid turnovers uh mm-hmm. Niners are really banged up so yeah man that's impressive we both said Arthur Smith he's looking like he's a pretty good coach um NFC has some very interesting like new head coaches that are looking pretty good and Arthur Smith definitely has to be in that conversation, man. The Falcons, people thought they were going to be, like, myself included. I I thought they'd be, like, better than Seattle. But, like, both them and Seattle, like, they're a lot better than people thought. So, like, very impressive start for the Falcons to be 3-3 three and three and could easily be 6-0. and L. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the crazy thing about it. They're playing scrappy games of football, almost like the Giants. You know, they just had, you know, just a couple games of worse luck. Uh, they cover the spread in every every game they play. So, I mean, these guys, they deserve their attention right here. Uh, they definitely deserve their flowers. The 49ers still coming in. Uh, they were they didn't even travel across the country, I'm pretty sure. They just stayed, and they were playing with, like, 11 injuries, I think it was. Yeah. So it was probably a rough one for the Niners as well. So I'm going to throw a little bit of that in there. Yeah. Probably the one time you hear me give the 49ers a break because that's what I went into when I was thinking about this game was, 49ers didn't travel. They didn't even get to go home. And, uh, yeah, these guys are banged up as it is. So I was like, yeah, these guys are probably going to be hurting. And sure enough, like you said, the Falcons, they came out playing guns a-blazing, and I don't think the 49ers were ready for that. So good win. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much all you can say about that. Good win for them. Very impressive for the Falcons. Niners banged up. I mean – if I'm being honest, I still feel probably better about the Niners than the rest of their division right now, uh, the way things are looking there. We'll get to we'll that. Get to yeah, I was about to say, I didn't want to say anything much on that either because the 49ers, I was about to say, like you just said, you know, it's their situation, that whole division, three and three, and the Cardinals are two and four. So we'll get on that later, like you said. 
Yeah. All right. So this was a pretty, honestly, a pretty electric one in the clock state. It's one o'clock slate, but uh, with some bizarre matchups. So the Patriots, 38-15 over the Browns. And the wisps of a quarterback uh, controversy are brewing in New England because Bailey Zappi played like better in this game than Mac Jones has played in a while, um, even before he got hurt. Did the and the Patriots, we appear to have maybe been wrong about them, especially with their schedule coming up. They're looking pretty solid on both sides of the ball. Is it Zappy? Do you think like he will actually could he actually beat out Mac Jones or no? You think it's all a fluke? I don't know. It's a it's a weird situation because I think it's because of the whole Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Everyone's already thinking that. But I mean, you can't disregard the fact that Zappy's balling right now. You know. And I think what we saw from Mac Jones is we'll probably see a little bit more of his ceiling. But, I mean, the Zappy guy, he set records in college, right, didn't he? Do you know a little bit about the Zappy kid from college? Oh, yeah. Western I heard Kentucky. Little... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he's played in Western Kentucky in, like, sorry, in, like, a bad conference. Uh, yeah. They, threw, they ran, like, an air raid offense. So he threw, like, an absurd amount. They, like, only threw. And he had, like, yeah. most, I think, yards or touchdowns ever in a season. Uh, it was just like a ridiculously absurd season. I'll pull up his stats. Yeah, um, that's exactly I, what I was trying to pull up, though, is pretty much was like this dude was pulling up monster numbers in college because of the system that they were running, of course, like you were saying. But you can't, you know, you can't just ignore the fact that he was doing good these last couple games, you know? Uh, what is he, 2-0 and when he starts? And the other game that he got into was the Packers game that he almost won. So at Lambeau Field. So, I mean, New England. I mean, I thought the real QB controversy was going to be in Dallas, but no, nah, it's uh, it's actually in New England. Just, or maybe it's just a QB controversy wagon, you know, a wheel. It's just going to go to another team later on in the season. Next thing you know, it's going to go right back to Pittsburgh when Matt Jones comes back in. So who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Matt Jones, I still feel like it's – probably better but i mean zappy's look better in this offense zappy might be better like zappy keeps winning i don't know how yeah. you back to match it was not good those first few games he was not good at all yeah yeah i mean he's running with this uh weird offensive coordinator system it's working so you know hey whatever work you know whatever goes oh all my right. goodness these foul calls in the nba though are getting wild arden's flopping is back in mvp form let me just say like he just Yep, three ball, Ugh, barely touch me. I'm going to fall, drain it down your face. And then, like, literally, that's what happened. It's, it's God, the NBA's back. <laughs> back in full force, man. I'm sorry. I just can't help it. So I got your <laughs> your statistical profile here for Bailey Zappi. He only right. played his final season at Western Kentucky. He played his first four seasons – at Houston Baptist, where he had didn't really do that much his first year, really didn't do that much till like his third year, when he had thirty five pass touchdowns broke out. Second year was pretty mm-hmm. good. Okay, so then the fourth year is the COVID year, so the season gets canceled. He only has four games, um, whatever. He gets the extra year of eligibility that they all got. He transfers yeah. to Western Kentucky, and in one season there, he has. Plays 14 games, completes 69% of his passes, throws for 5,967 yards and 62 touchdowns 
to break Joe Burrow's NCAA single season record for touchdown passes. That's insane. Kentucky's conference, and he won the Boca Raton Bowl. Also, there you go. It's pretty good. Yeah, you put getting Western Kentucky on the map. Um, but yeah, man, Patriots got themselves a situation. And as for the Browns, I I don't know what to say. I like it, it looks rough, even with. I mean, Jacoby Brissett, you know, he's probably eliminated, but like, I don't know if they're going to be. Now I'm quite, now they're in the spot where I don't know how they're going to be when Deshaun Watson comes back. And, you know, now it's just back on that seesaw. Cause at first, when the season started, we were like, oh, yeah, when Deshaun Watson comes back, this whole thing's going to be smooth sailing and it's going to be just completely, you know, it's going to be brutal for you because I know you're going to hate it down to the bone. But I, I just think now it's like, who knows what's going to happen? This team is just so wishy-washy now. Um, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> those are good points. What I would say is that uh, it at least means that th- this season is the lost one for the Browns, for sure. They're not going to be viable when Deshaun gets back. So it's going to be the second year that they start really having pressure to win. And, yeah, I yeah. agree with you that, like, I don't even think it's – I'm. do you think it will be that good when – even if it does work when he comes back, like are they going to be better than Kansas City or Buffalo? No, probably not. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I would even put. I was about to say no, they wouldn't. I don't even think they would even deserve to be in that conversation. You know, even when he would get back, because that's how far behind they might be. You know, like we probably won't even be like, oh yeah, Browns versus the Bills or Chiefs. Who do you got? We're not even going to be probably talking about that come week eleven. So, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So the Browns, tough, tough go of it. All right, here we go, Jalen. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 27-10 win. Dominate the Packers at Lambeau Field. Just slap them around. They were, what, like seven or eight? Well, like almost a touchdown under underdog. They were a touchdown underdog. Off, beat the brakes off them. Zach Wilson threw, like, completed 10 passes. They just ran it down their throats the whole time. Their defense completely Shut down Rodgers. I mean, what can you say? The Jets, that's the best win they've had in years. Yeah, it's a feel-good win for the Jets, and I love it even more. They were my uh, my upset pick of last week, and uh, they they did it, you know. I was pretty hyped. I didn't think the Jets could – I mean, when you first saw it, like you said, they were running the ball down their throats. I turned on that game, and I thought Sauce Gardner off the first – I think it was the first drive where Sauce Gardner almost had a pick six but it didn't count. And I was like, man, it was like, I, I was, I was ecstatic. That Jets defense, man, it's young. And that I, everyone's been saying this about the Jets. They're young, you know, they're getting, and if they get better, it's going to be amazing. But also something that I saw that was highlighted, Sala bringing in like three 49ers players from when he used to play that know the defensive system. And that's starting to look like it's helping out, too, for these young guys. And the only question mark is, how, how do we scale this game for Zach Wilson when there was, you know, cold weather rain and 10 passes? Well, I scaled this as a still a win. You know, you beat Aaron Rodgers. So got the job done. I ain't complaining. I'll say this, Jalen. Kenny Pickett in one half scored more touchdowns against this incredible best ever all-time Jets defense than uh, Aaron Rodgers did in the whole game. So he's probably pretty good. Uh, Cause this <laughs> is a juggernaut. Um, 
I will say the one take I had that I was thinking about about this game, <laughs> um, at least so far, looking like uh, Sauce Gardner, best player in the draft, probably. He he's probably better than all those guys. Even the, the ones who went above him are all good, but like he's gonna be the best one. He's already like if he keeps going at this pace, he'll be like an all-pro corner probably as a rookie. Like mm-hmm. that's like one of the hardest positions to play as a rookie too. So like that dude is insane. I think they targeted him seven times and he allowed like one reception for eight yards or something. <laughs> he's just yeah. And just to put into perspective, the Broncos rookie corner that played yesterday had like three or four passing interferences, you know, (laughs) like just to put that into perspective, everyone like, yeah, it's, it's pretty tough out there. And what he's doing, he he has that dog in him. I just think about Bernard Ryman on the Colts, the rookie tackle who had four holding calls in the first half on Thursday night. That one time when we were on here. Um, Oh man. That was oof. For Rodgers, um, you know, it's not looking good. Uh, that's rough, man. Uh, their offense is bad. He's, like, stubborn and, like, won't change. It's weird. Uh, they better do something, something drastic, or they might be in some trouble here. It's not looking pretty. No, it's not. So, and uh, I love it. No, no, I kind of love it, you know, because this team is supposed to be all run heavy and everything, and it is – the teams are just shutting it down, like you know. And whenever Rodgers is trying to throw the ball, it's to these young guys. So it's just uh, just tough stuff for them, you know. Yeah. So the Packers. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. All right. So I got the lines up here for you. Okay. Yeah. This one, this one of my locks of the week. It was an all-time heartbreaker because the Colts had the ball at the end. And they were either going to get stopped and miss a field goal and the Jags would win, or the Colts were going to, like, kick a field goal, win by one, Jags still cover. And then Matt Ryan on, like, third long threw that insane bomb of a touchdown pass to win the game. Respect to him. So the Colts mess up my lock. Uh, they're 3-2-1, and one, as bad as the Colts looked for most of pretty much the whole season up until this one. Even, like, the wins were bizarre. Hey man, Colts are right there. That bad yeah. means nothing. They have a winning record. Yeah, I was about to say, as ugly as it started off, man, Matt Ryan's getting it back together, man. Um, I don't know if he deserves his old nickname yet, Matty Ice, because especially now that he's wearing that cool blue uniform, he's actually icy now. So we'll see when he actually deserves that title. But like you said, winning record, they're in a good spot, you know. It's a weird spot because they're a half a game behind the Titans. Because of the tie, but you know, that's just you know that's how ties. The Titans once though, which they always lose to the Titans as of late. <laughs> yeah, and that's not a that's not a good feeling if you can't separate that distance. Because I don't know if they're going to even be able to cause that separation from the Titans. I see those two teams like very identical in everything on how far this season's going to go. Um, Jags, like I said, heartbreak hotel. Uh, I was with all the Trevor Lawrence hype, man. I thought that game would have been good. ETN did show up, like Christian said. That was an ETN game. He had a good couple breakout runs. So, uh, yeah, it was – Jags are just going to Jags, I think. It's just – that was that old little motto that was just going over there. Yeah. Football gods might hate the Jaguars, but they, – they, they were in it, but yeah, – They right. were in it. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't say that. They weren't out. You know, they were in it. It was a game, like you said. Yeah, that's a battle. Uh, we may have been a little early. 
may have overreacted to saying the Jags were going to win the AFC South. <laughs> Hasn't looked maybe, good. Maybe we'll see. Going, they could still get it going. All right, here you go, Jalen. The good vibes just continue for you. It wasn't the prettiest, but it was still a pretty comfortable win. 24-16 over Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins. And then, oh, and then Teddy came back because every Dolphins quarterback just gets hurt automatically. Um, how you feeling, sir? Five and one. Nice win. Yeah, man. We were in the lead for the whole game. You know, I was surprised. We kept the, kept the lead the entire time. Uh, there was a moment where I was like, oh, we had like a two-score lead. And I was like, all right, let's keep it, you know. Then we actually, you know, blew the two-score lead and made it look like a one-score game again. <laughs> but uh you know it's it's okay yeah it, it's a good game we're going into a bye week the whole i seen that graphic of the whole 120 degrees on the viking sideline compared to that nice cool and calm 90 degrees of my miami weather but dude like it's it's weird it's a it's a, it's an interesting five and one for sure that's all i can really say about the vikings because they're not winning in a way that i can be comfortable in but they are winning so can't really like complain too much. Good times are definitely rolling. Let's just say that. And especially the biggest thing, probably more important than all of even many good points you just made, more important than all of that, the rest of the division is not looking too threatening right now. <laughs> so the Vikings in a good spot. You look at their net upcoming games. Cardinals Sanders oh. next two weeks, then they go at the Bills, but then it gets a lot harder after that. Let's yeah, I was about to say once that Bills game shows up, then we're on a ballot run. This Jet because these Jets Giants games that at the beginning of the year we would be like, oh yeah, the Vikings, they'll get that one. Now that's like, oh. Oh, they're winning record teams. If it's not at one o'clock, Kirk Cousins might choke that game. You gotta be careful. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like what I see from the Vikings, man. I told you I liked O'Connell. I was higher on the higher than you were. Uh, yeah, I, I was a big fan of O'Connell. He's looking pretty good. He's not dumb like a lot of some of these first-time coaches who are like screwing up the game management. He hasn't been perfect, but he's doing a pretty good job. Everyone seems happy. Uh, for the Dolphins, they play Pittsburgh in the Concussion Bowl on Sunday night. That's going to be an all-timer. Uh, I know it's it's crazy though, but Tua supposedly might come back, right? He's like a he's like a possible. So, I don't know about Kenny. I think this is going to be the Mitch Trubisky versus Tua Bowl, Colby. Probably. I mean, Mitch Trubisky did good somehow this game. We'll get to that. But It's going to be a, the complicated T last name bowl. They said, Trubisky and Tagovailoa. <laughs> they said uh, that Tomlin did say if Kenny Pickett can play, he's going to start. So, he put to bed any, like, Mitch's little heroic run to save the win right there. Gave him Oh, there you go. But. We'll see what happens. Okay. On to another one that I did not watch much of, but saw the highlights. It was uh, it was interesting. They were going back and forth the whole time. The Saints were up, but Bengals end up winning 30-26 on the road. You know, it was looking like the Bengals might be in some trouble there. They pull it out because they have a really good quarterback and really good weapons, even if the rest of their team is sometimes questionable. But their defense is better than people think. Um, for the Saints – this was uh, – the Saints would have won this game, man. They feel like they're right there in the mix, but don't quite pull it out with Andy Dalton. Hopefully Jameis can come back soon. I'm probably – I'm tired of watching Andy Dalton, but Jameis was also not good when he played. Um, so I feel like the Bengals are okay. 
How do you feel? Yeah, no, the Bengals are in a good spot. I mean, just like your you guys are just like the NFC West. You know, it's a gross division right now. Anybody can take it. Um, uh, for the Bengals, this was a good win. We we said that they the offense would pull up big at New Orleans and their uh in their homecoming game pretty much for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And uh, they performed, you know, so get shout out to them. But at the same time, you know, like you said, the same their defense for the Bengals, very underrated. I agree, very underrated. Yeah, no, they're I think the Bengals are are in a nice spot, like you said. They uh their defense is definitely better than people think. The Saints, man, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna be too good. We'll see how that goes for them. And they don't have a first round pick, courtesy of the Eagles. Um, all right, on to one of the best games of the week. It was the Ravens at the Giants. And so this one, the Giants win 24-20. The Ravens are in control like most of the game through like the first two and a half, three quarters. And then the Giants just pull off a crazy comeback. Lamar makes some bad decisions, throws a bad pick. And the Giants pull out another one, man. Dave Ball is a beast in these close games. Um I was wrong on this one. I think we all – I know me and Christian picked the Ravens. Uh, you picked the Ravens as well? Or would you go with the Giants? We all went Ravens. Yeah, that's, what, say. that's what I thought. So Team rally, and we all lost it. So the Giants, man, I got to put some respect on their name. Like, they're a good team. They, they just beat the Ravens. The Ravens, very concerning that this blowing close games thing just happens all the time. At some point – and I'm also obviously a little biased against the Ravens. Full disclosure, because of my flag back here. But, like, I <laughs> evaluate them honestly, and I have said they're really good. Uh, but, man, like, they are just so bad if it's a close game. They beat the – they got the one on the Bengals. But every other time, it just goes horribly wrong at the end. Yeah, and that, I think that's why I'm, that's why I'm like, slightly not too worried about when it comes to the Ravens is, yeah, they can't close these games out, but hopefully they can – that's something they'll you can, you know – try and fix I, I hope they can fix you know i believe they can fix that's what i'm gonna have to say is i believe they can fix this problem come that postseason stretch where everyone's gonna have to pretty much shift it into the next gear and we see if you're really about that you know and <laughs> personally i think we already know already from these six weeks that the Bengals probably have a more like right now colby who would you say would be more comfortable winning this division the Bengals or the ravens because the next game is going to be at Cincinnati, and I'm—I would hate to say it, but right now I'm definitely leaning more Bengals right now. The Bengals, I heard today on a credit to Colin. I did not realize this, but all three of the Bengals' losses they lost on like a last-second field goal. Yeah, literally a field goal at the buzzer, and then they won their other three times they played. So they're kind of feel like they've been sloppy, but they—they seem rounding into form. I still kind of think Baltimore times is better and they did win the game head to head which has to count for something but man like their trends are more concerning i think than cincinnati even though they have the same record which is weird to say but yeah that's what i'm saying like it's like yeah baltimore did win that matchup but right now the trend is like gotta say like it's kind of trending more towards the Bengals, even though they're at the same the same spot but then again Bengals are coming off the win ravens coming off the loss this might be something that we're going to have to keep revisiting throughout the season as well. Another uh, mystery brewing in the AFC North, Cole. It's we, so went to the wrong we might have went to the wrong division or conference. Maybe we'll find out. Certainly a mess up there. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Well, it's the time for a little, you know, victory dance for me. Gotta say, um, this definitely was one of those, uh, those just when I'm at getting out, they reel me back in games for the Steelers. They looked like the worst team in the league last week. Somehow beating the Bucks in classic, gross, disgusting Steelers fashion with still a bad offense, but enough is done. Uh, they beat Tom Brady without their top three corners and Minka Fitzpatrick. They had no, they had dudes. I honestly like didn't know who they were really. I knew who some of them were, but like it was all backups out there and Edmonds the safety. And Tom Brady only scored one touchdown very late in the game. Other than that, he got field goals and got stopped. They didn't have TJ Watt either. This yeah. was a huge Mike Tomlin win. That's a classic Tomlin. And, like, if they beat the Dolphins on Sunday night, which I think they could, it's probably not the most likely thing, but they definitely could. They're right back. I mean, they're right there in the north, despite how horrible they've looked. I still don't feel great about them, but, man, what a win. What do you think about that one? Yeah, man, I was right there with you with that ride pick on Thursday. So uh, even though that spread was pretty big, I said it. I was like, I'll take them one more time. They got embarrassed last time, and they showed up, man. You guys you guys definitely showed up. Kenny Pickett for that one quarter, I guess, of action that we got before he, got da- before he went down. He looked good, you know. And the fact that you guys were containing Tom Brady to the point where he's just dropping F-bombs like it's on a nuclear level against his uh, – offensive line it's just it was just the sight to see over there at pittsburgh i wanted to say Hinesfield so bad but it's still Acrisure. is it what Acrisure stadium your stadium yeah yeah so yeah, gross. Bills. yeah gross but uh yeah man that, that was a good game i mean you said it pretty well just an all-out tomlin game he willed that team i mean trubisky as well give him credit when it's due but I know you try. That's why you haven't said a word about him. But uh, no, he did good. Tarisky did good. I was impressed. That was way better than he played at any stretch when he was the starter. I don't yeah. know. I we, that is that, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> did you also the other thing on this game? Did you see the story that came out like yesterday that about the game where they went to pick it? Apparently. They said, like, part of the reason they benched Mitch Trubisky, he got into, like, a verbal altercation, like, with Deontay Johnson at halftime and apparently, like, said some stuff and, like, does not act how they want him to. And they got in, like, a big fight. Not, like, fist fight, but, like, they were yelling at each other or something. I don't know exactly what was said. But – and they said that's, like, part of the reason they went to pick it. (laughs) (laughs) This one. So – yeah, wow. Talk about drama a little bit. Mike Tomlin can't contain his locker room. Another something I saw a little tidbit of over the weekend, too, was uh, Matt Canada celebrating in the tunnel and walking down. He's like, yeah, yeah, we did it. And Chris Boswell, he said, it was not because of you. Calm down, buddy. It was not because of you. Was it? And I was dying laughing. He is good for one scripted drive at the beginning. Other than that, it's bad. Mitch just had to make some plays. <laughs> he did. And Pickens is a monster. Uh, so, yeah, man, I guess I think we do have to at least talk about the Bucks a little bit. Obviously, we have our, my Steelers bias. But uh, how worried are you if you're the Bucks about how things are going right now? Because it's not looking pretty. It is not looking pretty. 
And if you were the Bucks right now, you'd also be thinking that, dang, if it wasn't for one flag, we probably would almost lost to the Falcons as well. You know, they would we would be right now saying the Falcons are are the lead of the NFC South. That's crazy. All because of a potential penalty. We wouldn't have known what would have happened, but uh, they would have definitely had a chance. Uh, for the Bucks, though, yeah, a little bit of red. They're showing up the big red flags instead of the old black, black and skull bones. It's just a giant red flag. Um, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm, it's like for some reason, it's like finally on Tom Brady's very, very last season, we finally fit defenses have finally figured out what to do to stop Tom Brady. Or it's just, <laughs> it's just like actually old now, and it's affecting, yeah, it's like it's like father time finally stopped this man. So, bet against it, but I mean, we'll yeah, see. I was about to say on Friday. We shall see. Yeah. But all right. Let's get into these late games. This this one, I don't think we need to spend too much on. Rams 24, Panthers 10. Panthers failed to cover the uh, 10.5 point spread. That may have been different in some other markets. But uh, PJ Walker, you know, respect the best quarterback in XFL history. But uh, he he's not – the answer for Carolina. They're going to probably have the number one pick. Definitely looking like the front runners for that right now. They trade Robbie Anderson after the game, after they send him to the locker yeah. room. Um, the Rams, you know, managed to win, but still look pretty concerningly bad at times. I definitely don't feel too much better about the Rams, even after the win. Um, still legitimately concerned about what happens when they face good teams. Um, but, you know, they're right there in the West, which is just disgusting. No one above 500. Yeah, and like you said, that NFC West is disgusting. This game was disgusting. Um, PJ Walker, you did try. We'll give you credit. Didn't he get subbed though? Like, didn't he get benched midway through the game? I think. I think so. I don't know. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was a gross game. I didn't pay too much attention to it. I think that was something I heard a tad bit of, um, but it was. I didn't even watch this game. I didn't even want to look at the highlights. The biggest news that we heard from the game was Rams won. Robbie Anderson was literally traded the next day. Like, those were literally the two biggest pulls from this game. Um, it's, I don't know, it, it, Rams, it, you did what you had to do. You had to win the game, and you did it. So, that's all I can really say. Like, congrats, you did what you had to do. Uh, what is that spread? Ten and a half? Yeah. Like, they, they, they covered the spread. They did what they had to do. Um, as for the Panthers, yeah, this banker thing didn't work out and he's hurt and I don't know where he's, what's going to happen with him or Sam Darnold. I think we are seeing the future backups of the league starting to be introduced to us through, uh, Carolina. Do college but, football on TV instead of be a backup. That's what I would do if I was him. Who? Baker. I mean, it's always an option in the cards for him. He can easily get his college sponsorships back. You know, he loves the TV, so I think he could thrive. But, yeah, the Panthers, uh, you're right about that. The last thing I want to say, who do you think will be the next one to get traded on the Panthers? Because it's not going to be the last – Robbie Anderson will not be the last move. They're going to trade more guys for picks and just bottom out. I don't know, man. They said they didn't want to bottom out. It's yeah, the thing. They're going to. So, like I said, I don't think it's going to be anyone from the defense. It might be DJ Moore, I want to say. 
and maybe McCaffrey, just because McCaffrey, if you get him off, you would just open up so much cap. But at the same time, uh, I mean, I, I was, I'm a big guy of uh, keep your defense together because they're young and scrappy. And that's pretty much where most of their value is that they can keep for the future. But offensively, I mean, that's where Matt Rule was trying to do his th- do his magic, and it didn't work out at all. So I'd say you got to scrap some of those offensive pieces, probably, if you want to actually tank for this thing. They got to get like, some picks. They need to replenish their roster, I would say. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right about that. Okay. I, mean, I don't know about replenish though. Is the thing that's why I don't know. It's like maybe they're just, maybe they are just a good quarterback behind and they just cannot find it for the life of them you know bad misses yeah like they just cannot find it for the life of them like sam darnold it was insanity to think that he was going to be the answer but that's matt rule for you he's not even in what i said i thought he had a chance to be briefly he was three and oh yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, I was about to say he did go three and zero, and then it, it it just went straight downhill from there. But I mean, hey, maybe he's going to go three and zero when he gets back in. Like you'll get that sharp start, and uh, yeah, that's about it though for the Panthers. I really don't want to talk about it no more. That was a disgusting game. Yeah. No, that was. <laughs> All right. Speaking of disgusting games, a little bit more interesting because of the teams playing, but still disgusting. Seahawks nineteen, Cardinals nine. I mean, you know, Arizona, it's bad. Cliff is not a good coach. Kyler is not looking too good. That contract isn't looking beautiful. I still think Kyler will probably figure it out at some point. Cliff isn't looking too good, though. That extension they gave him, they're going to end up paying him a lot of money to not be their coach at some point. Put a solid uh, wager on that at some point. Man, Seattle, I was wrong about them, man. I thought they were going to be the worst team in the league, so I got to give them their props, although Geno didn't look amazing this one. But they still get the win. Yeah, man, Pete and Seattle, got to give them their credit. They are – they're looking pretty, pretty good right now, pretty smart. Sitting pretty good, looking pretty smart, I agree. Uh, looking pretty dumb, Cliff Kingsbury right now. Um, he uh, he is 1K away from being in danger. But he gets D-Hot back, and, well, this is the, literally – now they're already in that pretty much a playoff push, and this is crazy to think about because don't they, like – not win a single game in December or something like that. Like once December comes, this team can't win a game to begin with. So just <laughs> one of the Kingsbury trends. So the fact that they're not winning games before that even happens, that's just, uh, yeah, not not looking too good. And a lot of the whole little locker room, like all the news coming out about how there's actually might be some little tension between him and Kyler. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> there is there is no locker room. It is known that there's tension. Think and Kyler put on the coach's headset during the preseason and try to call games. So there is no the, the tension is known. Um, yeah, Cliff, time's ticking, man. You got to get this thing together. It's not looking. And as for uh, old Pete Carroll, he has time. Apparently, Father Time is sitting on his side. He's just like, please, please, do you want to retire, Pete? And Pete's like, no. Let me keep chewing my gum, and we're going to run this damn ball. And we're going to run this damn ball down down these guys' throat. And Geno Smith, he is keeping these, these Seahawks in contention, man. It's awesome. So we definitely wrote them off early. But 
I gotta say it's been fun to watch. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Seahawks are interesting. All right. So as I was saying, I was just gonna say last thing on Seattle. Um it's gonna be very interesting after they draft one of these quarterbacks in this upcoming draft to go with all their picks and this team they already have. Okay. What do you think? Gino's a franchise guy. He's still in his 30s, even if he was a franchise guy. It's been <laughs> nice, but I'm just saying, like, let's be realistic here. Okay. The next one, you know, the gods are all thunderbolts. Bills, Chiefs, Alan Mahomes, probably looking pretty easily like the two best uh, quarterbacks in football, if we're being honest, really. Probably no one else even in the discussion at this moment in time. Um, the Bills win 24-20. They Barely, but do back up the uh, stunning spread where they were road favorites. They beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Now they've got the inside track for the one seed if they take care of their business, which won't be easy, but they got to. That's a huge win for them. Got to do in the playoffs is what it's all about. And hopefully, more importantly, got to get the playoff game to be in Buffalo, not Arrowhead. That's going to be the big one for the Bills. This was a great game. These are two great teams. Um, Man, this was exciting. Can't wait to watch this team play again in the playoffs, probably. Like, hopefully at some point, because, I mean, that's electric. Yeah, that game was electric. It was uh, it was a fun one to watch. 24-20 type game, like they say. Um, ain't that right, Tony? Uh, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> but this uh, – this, I, I take away from this game, man. It was such a good game. Um, like you said, these guys are going to meet up hopefully in the playoffs and hopefully the Bills do do their business. But just the way like we we frame it right there, though, like hopefully the Bills do do their business and James Harden, Shimmy and Bricks. the Oh, wow. <laughs> he even had the defender like on the floor and he just bricked it. Oh, my goodness. And they responded. There you go. NBA back. Anyways, chill. Bills Chiefs. <laughs> It was a good game, though, for Mahomes and the guys, you know? Like, I feel like they just came up short at the end. So, it's going to be tough for me. This was where it came – for me, this is where it was one of the harder ones for me to say, do I think the Bills are better than the Chiefs right away? I mean, they did win the game. So, yes, you got to sit there and be like, well, they did win. They got – you know, their defense actually didn't let Mahomes go down the field this time. But this was something that I was saying before the game even happened is – it's a regular season game. The Bills won the regular season game last time, not the playoff one. So, yes, this does help them get in a good spot for the playoffs, but now they just need to do their job and get there and actually hold this number one spot, you know? Mm-hmm. No, you're right about that. Um, this is going to be an interesting stretch to see how the Bills and Chiefs wind up here and position themselves come the postseason. Very exciting stuff. The league is in very good hands there. Okay. All right, Jalen. I hate to say this, but I told you so that the Eagles were going to beat Cooper Rush and make him look like a backup. You were all, 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 those Cowboys. How about the Cowboys? Cooper Rush. Well, the Eagles take care of their business. The Cowboys, they almost had a, almost had a close miracle comeback late, but oh, then he threw a bad pick because he's Cooper Rush. So the Eagles get the win. I do still think the Cowboys are a good team, actually. Um, I was definitely wrong about them. They're definitely better than I thought. But Eagles, still better. Nice win for the Eagles. So apologize to take that victory lap on you, but it got my locks over 500 for the week. So 
Hey, man, my locks were still over 500, too. The cards did me dirty. But, uh, yeah, I got to say, the Cowboys, I'm not mad about that game result if I was you. I mean, you guys ended up proving everything that I said besides the win part, you know? Defense, I, mean, I don't think Michael Parsons actually got a sack that game. But when Lane Johnson and all the everyone started getting injured and everything, you started to see what the Dallas defense was really what they were doing. Another thing I want to highlight, once again, the Eagles kind of stalled in the second half. Just another thing that I wanted to say that I did kind of call, besides the win part, did get, get that wrong. But um, the Eagles did stall. Dallas took advantage of that. They just couldn't come, come put it together. Poor old Cooper Rush, once that one interception seal, once that interception seal broke, he just let it rip at that point and looked like, like you said, three interceptions. He just, it was, ugh, it was bad. But, I mean, hey, Dak Prescott now is coming back into it. Cooper Rush got the ship where it needed to be, you know. You got it. You did your job. You did what a backup had to do. You know, you won all the games except for the primetime one, which I don't blame you for. So, uh, looking forward to the one that's going to be in Dallas, that's for sure. Hopefully, uh, Dak Prescott doesn't mess up his other hand for that one. But, yeah. No, you're right. That, that is going to be a good one. Okay, Jalen, real quick, last thing I do want to do on the Eagles. Since you said this would be the loss, I believe I said, uh, I think I said what, at the Colts would be the loss? Wow. Let me uh, let me share my screen with you real quick. Uh, where Where's the loss now? Now that you said <laughs> that uh, it was going to be this one for the only undefeated team in football, the 6-0 Eagles. Bye. This week, they're on a bye, and then coming off the bye, they get Pittsburgh at home at 1 o'clock. Then they go at the Texans, Commanders at home, at Colts, Packers at home, Titans at home, at Giants, at Bears, at Cowboys, Saints, Giants to close out the year. Where, which one's the loss? I know a lot of people are saying it's the Giants. It's a ways away. <laughs> yeah, that is a ways away. Dude. Gosh, that Colts take is looking really good right now, Colby. I'm not going to lie. That Colts take is looking pretty good. Right. Um, yeah, I do. But I'm looking at a trap game scenario, dude. This is what – when I'm sitting here, I like the next three games. I have storylines already made in my head. You ready for this? Okay. You got the Battle of Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh versus Philly. You know, Pittsburgh coming in a little rasp. You'll hopefully have Kenny Pickett back. So that will be an interesting one. For, um. Texans, classic Texans trap game right here. One, well, they we only have they only have one win, and they're going up against the undefeated Eagles. Is it at Houston? Yes. Yes, that Thursday, is a classic. That's Thursday a classic night setting night for a trap set. That is a classic night. setting for a trap game. That yeah, is a close and a twenty five percent win rate percentage right now for the Texans. James Harden is just throwing these shits up, and they're going in. Holy hell. He is going off. Anyways, um, I'm going to say, oh, sorry, I was looking at, and then the other one was the Commanders, though. Oh, sorry, I did not mean to. That's the Carson Wentz revenge game, but he's, he broke his hand, so that one's definitely not going to happen, but Heineke could come in, so who knows? We'll see what happens when Heineke gets out there. Yeah. But uh, honestly, I, I'm, I would say Either the Texas trap game or probably the Colts now are probably the most likely of the two. 
I want to say the Steelers just because of the Tomlin effect that we just saw and uh, against the Buccaneers. So I just feel like they're going to be off a of bye, though. I yeah, think. off a of bye. They're off a bye. <laughs> but I mean, then again, a lot of people act weird off a of bye. Like, I'm a, I, we have the Vikings play the Cardinals after a bye. You know, you know how that one's going to be a little interesting. You're giving the Cardinals a week to get D hop ready. So that's how I see it. But right. I'll talk about that with Christian later. All right. I like that. All right. Let's finish out the game with the week with the gross one last night. Chargers 19, Broncos 16. Broncos offense still bad. Chargers offense also not great, but slightly better. Uh, they sneak a win. Both teams, both these franchises are probably not thrilled with their head coaches at this moment, but Brandon Staley's Chargers are four and two despite a lot of significant injuries. We'll get a few back, not all of them. And the Broncos, despite having most of their team, uh, Still are terrible on offense, despite having a pretty good defense. Russell Wilson was dreadful after getting up 10 nothing. Um, I mean, man, the Broncos are a mess. Well, what's the vibes out there? Oh, the vibes are down bad. I think most people have already, <laughs> like myself, have already reinvested themselves into the Nuggets. Hey. And it's just like, that's just something that you don't really hear that often out here. Oh, um I mean, it's just – it's more of a Bronco – it's more football. It's just a football state, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, hey, it's hype for the – like you said, hype for the Nuds, you know. Jamal Murray coming back, but I I, I digress. Um, as for those Broncos, dude, it is ugly. I just – I had to sit there at first. I was so excited. I was so excited for the first half. I was like, okay, you know, by 3, 13, 10, I can't wait for the second half. going to be a lot of scoring possibly. Nope. Not a single touchdown scored from the Denver Broncos offense for three quarters. Uh, it was, what, five passes completed and the entire second half and overtime. Oh, wait, no, that was every quarter except for the first one. Sorry. That was every quarter except for the first when Russell Wilson went 10 for 10. So, yeah. And on the other side of that, you got to give the Broncos defense credit. I just feel bad for them. I, I really do because they're playing they're playing insane. I mean, Justin Herbert threw 35 passes and didn't score a touchdown. That that's credit to the Broncos defense right there. But hey, <laughs> Russ ain't cooking. That's and that's the bottom line. No, he's certainly not cooking after they just paid him a lot of money to do to do exactly that, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, but it's not great. Okay. Um Anything else? I still trust the Chargers a little bit because of Herbert, but man, the roster's kind of depleted and it's not amazing. But they're four and two. Four and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in a they're in an interesting spot. We'll go in we'll we're, we're about to get into all these power rankings here in a minute. So they're definitely in an interesting spot for sure. That's true. All right. So here we go. That is the slate complete. I think we've both been looking forward to this, Jalen. Oh, yeah. Three weeks later, we finally made it. It was not easy. It was a difficult journey. (laughs) I was about to say, we really wanted to get these power rankings out week five, week four. And then I was just, I had to tell Colby, we have to wait them off, make them three weeks, make these power rankings worth it. (laughs) I think, I think we do. Cause now I look back at the three weeks, like week three, and I'm like, man, what was I on on some of these takes, man? Like, Hang on, let me see if I can bring this up here. I had some interesting uh, top 10 teams here 
Jags, number 10. Oh, Oof. That one looked in, that one looked a little rough. The Rams. Ah, that one's looking rough. The Packers. Oof. My craziest one though was the Dolphins at number two. <laughs> From week three's power rankings. Uh, needless to say, the Dolphins were probably the biggest drop on my list. <laughs> so um dude. We made it. Week six power rankings. Colby, you ready? I'm ready, Jalen. All right. Are we doing our top ten correct? Yes. All right. You want to start off or am I going first? Uh, You can start off this time. I did it last time. All right. All right. All right. I'll do it if you don't want to. No, I'll go first. Ready? All right. Yes. Week six power rankings. Number 10, the Bengals. I have the Bengals at number 10. Look at that look on your face. All the pain. I got to hype them up this episode just so I can bring them up to (laughs) you. The Bengals, man. I think they're in a good position. I really do like that defense. It's really underrated. A little fun stat is they. I think they don't allow opponents to score touchdowns in the second half. Um, They're the fun thing is, we don't know most of their names besides Hendrickson, like literally, and Apple. Like, of course, we all know Eli Apple from getting torched in the Super Bowl. But that's uh, – I feel like the Bengals, they're getting – they're gelling it together, and I think they might be a solid number 10 for the time coming. Yeah. What's your number 10, Colby? All right, Jalen, I'm just laughing. You'll see I'm laughing, but I think that's a respectful take. My number 10 – I got the New York Jets, baby. J-E-T-S, <laughs> Jets, Jets, Jets. I've debated for a while whether I should put them in here. I still don't feel confident about it. I'm very. It's very likely that we do, when we do this three weeks later, they will not be anywhere near the top ten. But they're looking good right now. You have to give some credit for that one over the Packers where they just ran all over them. The defense looks good. They're 3-0 since Zach Wilson came back. Came back. They're winning. And that's got to count for something when you look at the rest of the league. They play the Broncos next week. If they can win that one, they're five and two. Um, I think the Jets have a really good raw, have a, some nice young pieces. Still some holes, and they're not quite ready yet, but they've got some really good pieces, and they can win games with that. Yeah. All right. I have no no complaints about the Jets being in the top ten. Let's just say that. <clears throat> Number nine. Da-na-na, the Cowboys. I am not gonna hop off that train yet. Dak Prescott, he is coming back. He'll get this crew. Hopefully, we we see some better football out of him because uh, that first three quarters were not pretty. But now you had the whole weeks to get yourself back together, see everything, see how it's supposed to be done from a backup quarterback. So now you know how to play with this offense, if so need be. But. I'm trusting the Cowboys to keep the ship floating and stick around with the Giants and Eagles at number nine. All right. This is going to be a very interesting uh, little uh, adventure we have on these rankings, Jalen. The reason I was laughing before, my number nine team, I got the Bengals coming in. (laughs) Pretty much all of what you just said there. They're in a good spot. They have a far better quarterback than most of the teams, including – several of the ones on the, above them on my rankings. And you know how much I value that, especially with their weapons. In spite of everything, I think their line's going to continue to improve as the year goes on. There's definitely some concerns, and I don't see them getting back to the Super Bowl, at least not at this moment, but you never know. I think they're still in a good position in the North, so I got the Bengals ninth. 
All right. All right. I like it. I was going to say, I think that is kind of funny. And this is the only <laughs> reason why I'm about to laugh a little harder is because of number eight. Dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun. Yo, how about the fucking Jets, baby? I got the Jets at number eight. I got Jets at number eight. Let me tell you why. This Zach Wilson kid is balling. He doesn't need even need to throw 10 passes to beat Rodgers. He only needed to throw 10 passes to beat Rodgers. I love that kid. This offense is back out of their mind. This team is selling to the identity of Salah. Give me the fucking Jets, baby. All right. And Colby, what's your number eight? <laughs> well, that was, wow. You came out with some fire right there. All right, my number eight, I got the Baltimore Ravens. I honestly somewhat feel like the Bengals may be in a slightly better position, but they beat them head-to-head, and I still think that has to count for something. So I got the Ravens eight. The bizarre close game thing is a major concern, but they still have Lamar Jackson. They still have a good coach. Their defense has been so depleted. Hopefully we'll continue to get healthier, and these young guys will improve on the back end. Um, So I still think the Ravens are in a good spot to be a playoff team this year. I don't want to overreact to that Giants loss too much, but it is concerning somewhat. So I'll have the Ravens at eight, still in my top ten. I'm in a complete agreement with you, Cole, because here we go again. <laughs> at number seven, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think right now, yes, I did say that the Bengals are trending in a better direction, but at the moment, from the six weeks that I've seen, yes, the Ravens are slight. I give them the slight edge over the over the Bengals and Jets. Um it's the Lamar Jackson. It's probably my Lamar Jackson bias kicking in a little bit as well. And the Harbaugh and Justin Tucker, he's getting reset. He's restarting his streak, by the way, folks. That's probably a reason why they also lost. He's, he did miss his. He did miss a field goal after uh, the prime time game. Sadly, had the performance that he put on, but it's okay. Streak starting up over again, so he's probably not going to miss for another twenty. So we're going to be straight. But I got the Ravens, and I really do think this team can hopefully get its pieces together later on in the season to stop letting up these uh, big leads. Because, I mean, it means a lot to get the lead, but can you hold on to it? For Christ's sakes, can you hold on to it? Oh, LeBron in the all-white Jill Biden, <laughs> too. All right. <laughs> I think that you make a good point there. So I like that. All right, so that was your number seven? Yes, sir. Who is your number seven? All right, Jalen, my number seven is the other team in the city of New York, the New York football giants. I got them seven. I had to give them respect after that Baltimore win. They're five and one. They're only losses to Dallas. They're clearly, in spite of the concerns, I don't know what their ceiling is, but they're a good team, and they're at least going to be in the mix, if not in the playoffs. Um, they're excellent. Their coach was a home run hire, it looks like. They're, he's, they're sharp. Both sides of the ball, they have real talent. They have a real pass rush. Thibodeau looks awesome, the fifth overall pick. They fixed tackle. The interior of the line is still a mess, but they have Saquon back. Daniel Jones has played a lot better. He's easily playing the best of his career. He's winning games. He hasn't turned it over nearly as much as normal. Um, I got to give the Giants respect, man. I got them at seven. Got them at seven. Man, that is uh... – Giving them a lot of credit for that uh that Baltimore run. You really you're really believing in them a little bit, huh? Yeah. All right, all right. Not gonna not gonna add on too much to that. Um, because my next pick is number six. Da-na-na, After their performance last night, it was pretty rough, but I'm giving it to the Chargers. At number six, um, I had to actually make a quick little side note, but I really do think the Chargers. Are, they're getting their guys back. Yes, they're injured and depleted, but they're winning the games. They're four and two, despite all this controversy and drama that's going on and injuries. 
we know the injuries injured players that are coming back is the crazy thing about the Chargers situation. So I really do think once they get even more healthier, they're going to just keep on rolling because games were rocky. Yes, but they've been winning them. That's why I, that's why I want to put a lot of emphasis on here is that they are still winning these games, almost like another team that we're going to talk about here soon. So, Colby, who is your number six? Now, Jalen, I, I got to just keep laughing. I got to say I'm a little, a little disappointed because I thought our rankings this time would be a lot different. But I got the Chargers at number six, man. Wow. Uh, I agree. The injuries, you know, like what you just said, they're depleted. But they're going to get some of them back. They won't get the tackle back, which hurts. But Herbos is still an insane talent. He can do crazy things. He makes crazy throws. He's far better than almost every other quarterback that will play. Um, And they still have a good other pieces. Staley, well, he has some definite concerns. I still think he's like a better coach. He's not like the Hackett level of bad. He can win games sometimes. There's still question marks. But I absolutely believe Herbo, despite the injuries, can still make the Chargers a legit playoff team and a dark horse contender in the AFC. There you go, folks. There you go. That's probably the first one we got a clean agreements on right there. But the only reason why I had to stop you a little bit earlier and why I didn't expand on is because my number five team is the New York football Giants. I have them at number five. That's right, folks. I think they got something brewing over there. Danny Dimes might have found his system and he's looking comfortable in it. Um, It's not the most pretty football. Yes, Colby, but it is winning football. Uh, that's what matters in my book. There's, this team's buying into what Dayball is selling, and even though he is an offensive coach, this defense is playing heavy. Um, it's just it's a sight to see in New York right now. Colby, who is your number five? Bold take to put the Giants in five. I respect that. I mean, they're five and one. All right, Jalen, my number five is your Minnesota Vikings, the other five and one team in the NFC. I trust them a lot more than the Giants. They have better weapons. Their defense is probably about on the same level. The Giants maybe have a better pass rush, but we'll see. Um, I trust Kirk more than Daniel Jones for sure. So um, I really like the Vikings, especially with the rest of the division. They're in a good spot, man. I think they'll win the division. They're going a lot of games. They look good. They haven't looked amazing, and they did get hammered by Philly, but they've taken care of the rest of their schedule, even though it hasn't always been pretty. We'll see how good they are down the stretch here, but I, I like the Vikings a lot this year. I got them five. Oh, no. I know I said that I would not move them higher than when I had them last time at number six. <laughs> but at number four, and this was where it was getting tough for me because that this la- these last several spots, this top ten area, was where I was like, man, it's this, it was hard for me to put it to pa- – like, like, believe my eyes, I just put that to paper. But number four, da-da-da, da-da-da. Blow the horn. It's the Minnesota Vikings, number four. Um, Kirk Cousins doing enough to get us all the way to what looks like good football. Uh, five and one, playing sneaky in the back. I like it. Um, like I said, the only thing I wish I had more was that it would be more convincing wins. But we're winning games. And these games are – they haven't been the best, or the but they all have been close. And something that we haven't seen last year is when we were in close games, we lost them. But this year it's a different thing. So, and that's a huge thing. And then the, I like the rallying behind Kirk Cousins. So, gotta say, who is your number four, Cole? All right, Jalen. This, I can't believe I've done this. I couldn't believe it when I made these rankings. But 
I mean, I got to give them their props and their respect and what they've looked like. My number four, far higher than you had him, is the Dallas Cowboys. They have Dak Prescott coming back. Let's not act like he's not a better quarterback than Cooper Rush in spite of how they looked week one. The rest of the team is gel. Their defense is unbelievable. Their defense is really good. They couldn't slow down the Eagles, but they did a little bit in the second half. Um, that's They've only lost the first week to Tampa and to the Eagles. They're 5-2. and two. They absolutely ran – controlled things with Cooper Rush. This team is clearly good, clearly legit compared to the with the, some of the NFC teams around them. With Dak coming back, their offense, I think it's reasonable to expect it will get better, much more dynamic in the passing game, even though he's not like the top QB. It's better than Cooper Rush. So, I mean, I think the Cowboys, even though they lost to the Eagles, man, I, I, I think they're going to be really good. They're going to be in the mix in the playoffs this year. They're better than I thought they would be. I respect that, actually. I respect the take of uh, putting the Cowboys right there. Uh, especially since the fact that they're adding Dak back to what they've, you know, accomplished so far this season. So, uh, I mean, why not? The only reason why I put him at nine is because of how I saw Dak play, and I had my doubts still. But I can see that you have high expectations for him, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, number three. Folks, I think this is going to get pretty uh, – I think we're probably going to have everything duplicated from here. This is my little – this is my guess. Yeah. But – uh, I got the Eagles at number three personally. I thought uh, I thought the Eagles play really well. Yes, they're six and zero, but I think the the obvious other two teams, if they were to face the Eagles, would put up a threat that the or a challenge the Eagles just haven't even had to face yet this whole entire season, and that's a second half offense that actually keeps you know pushing to the pedal since the first half. So I I, I would say in the in the scenario right now. Oh, and they're scrapping. Oh, heck yeah. NBA scrap fest. I love it. But, yeah, man. I'm going to go ahead and put the Eagles at number three. Uh, I respect that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think – I don't really think at this point in the season there's an argument that there's these top three teams that any other team deserves to be in the top three. I said this was very easy uh, to determine the top three, much more difficult to do four through ten. Um, I actually have the Chiefs down to three just because I feel like they have lost twice and the Eagles haven't lost at all. I do probably – I have no problem putting the Chiefs above the Eagles. I'm, the Chiefs probably could certainly very easily beat them if they played, but the Eagles maybe also could stun them. Who knows? Um, you know, Mahomes had some turnovers that were questionable. They, they did lose that game to the Bills. They could have won. Um, but I still feel like they're, again, top-tier team in the league. They're going to win most weeks. Uh, I got the Chiefs three. All right, all right. I I can I can see where you're coming from from that one, and my obvious number two is the Chiefs. And the reason why I put them at number two is because they're still the number one scoring offense after what happened on Sunday. Um, yeah, and it's it's still like yeah, maybe you could say that maybe Tyreek would have been the reason for them to win, but oh wait, they're still the number one scoring offense in the league without Tyreek Hill. <laughs> they're still the number like it's still insane the numbers that they're putting up. It's insane how good Patrick Mahomes is and this other beast that we're about to go and about to talk about uh all three teams in the top three i think have front running mvp quarterbacks right now simple as that so yeah no i think you're right about that and hurts definitely isn't an allen and mahomes tier yet but he's certainly having a great season uh my number two is the eagles um they still have a unique very difficult to stop running offense now they have a legit passing attack it's a little worrisome i will say that they haven't like kept scoring late in games, but they always build a big enough lead in the first half. Um, you know, they're very consistent. They know what they can do. Um, you know what they're going to do, and it's still tough to stop. They have a great O-line. 
Um, I think they're going to roll through most of their schedule. To me, they're clearly the best team in the NFC. And that's got to count for something, at least at this point. So I got them number two. Yeah, I was about to say they. they I mean, the, the schedule hasn't been as you know as tough as you, as people think it is, but it's the the for me right now. It's they they defended their hype against the Cowboys. I really want to see how the series goes against the uh, Giants later on in the season, but um, it's like like we were talking about earlier. It's really looking like they can run the gauntlet here and might even go go the distance, you know. So we'll see what what the Eagles can do. But from the sounds of everything, number one, dun -dun 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 -dun, from both of us, it's pretty obvious. Yep. <laughs> the Bills. I was about to say, I think we, I think after that game, yes, the Bills. Like I was saying earlier, this was one of those games the Bills win in the regular season. But it's it's still an important game, like you said. You said it yourself. It's an important game. They need it. Um, it's just. <sighs> Bro, it was just a it was an amazing watch. Like when I watched, that's why I had them at one and two. That game was just such an amazing watch. Uh, for me to just say, you know, can I see the Eagles beating these guys? It's like no. It's like yeah, I, I'm, I, it's a bold statement right now, just because I. It's just the second half effect for me right now. You know, just the fact that Eagles been playing competition that just hasn't been, you know, as strong in the first half, and then they just let them come back in the second half because the Eagles are just that good and they can just run the ball and control the clock. And it doesn't matter how big of a lead they have, but with these guys, with the bills, they can be in any situation. And I love what they could play. I love what they're throwing. Josh Allen's just letting it rip. The only thing of course, is their run game is their only big question mark, which is something that the Eagles do have that the chiefs kind of have, but uh, man, what a game that was. And, I think the Bills deserve that number one spot this week. Yeah, no, I'm in complete agreement with you. I don't want to rehash on all the points you just said. You make a great, compelling case and lay out why they're the best team in football right now. I mean, I just got to say, like, Josh Allen is ridiculous. He's like a better Ben Roethlisberger in his prime. Uh, he's absurd. He can do things that no one else can. Uh, and they have an excellent roster, a good coach. Like, this has to be the year for them. That's all I'll say, because they look clearly like the best team in football at this moment in time. Yeah. You're right there, Bob. And there you go. There's our power rankings right there. Top 10. Uh, man, it's crazy. Let's let's see how these guys shift out. I kind of think we're going to have – I'm looking at my list at least. I'm thinking maybe two teams. Again, we'll drop off this list. Oh, yeah, at least. At, at least two. There's going to be some movement. I did not feel great about ranking this top 10, trusting some of these teams that I put in the top 10. I felt pretty good, though. I, I felt pretty good. I think the two teams that I think might fall off on my list will probably be the Jets. And we'll see how the Cowboys do when Dak Prescott gets back. I was big on them, yes, but that, maybe I was just all in the rush, you know? I was in the rush of the moment. I've been one over. They've won me over a little bit. I respect them. I do too. I respect them enough to put them on my top ten. So, but uh, Colby, before we wrap things up here, how about the NBA, man? Lakers and Warriors, your two favorite teams are playing tonight. Yeah, who do you got to just you know win that game? Just right now, Lakers or Warriors? Warriors. We hate them both, but we got to choose one. Warriors. We objective. We'll, we'll get into the NBA uh, in a bit, but 
the Warriors, I liked them tonight. The Lakers, I still don't really believe in them too much. With the roster they have currently constructed about LeBron and AD, I do think they'll be better, but not that much. So Warriors are a far better team. I just don't think the moves that the Lakers made are going to be that significant to to like you know overcome something like the Warriors. And I I don't care about the Draymond Green drama that just happened. I think that means nothing. Maybe it will show up on the court and we see Jordan Poole just hit him with a haymaker right at the beginning of the game. And we're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> things aren't okay. And then, but I, I don't think so. That's going to happen. I think things are going to go just as fine. Golden State, but we got what? How many games is it? 80... 82, baby. Yeah, 82 games to go. To the playoffs. I love it. The basketball season is upon us. Oh, gets me excited oh, yeah. thinking about it. I will say the the one thing that Draymond Punch did mean is I got uh Jordan Poole got him paid the bag. Oh yeah, it's gonna mean the other the young guys are gonna get their money and not Draymond. Draymond's not gonna get the money he wants. I don't think. I think that's what that punch was all about. In my in my opinion, I think that's what the punch was about was that he was, you know, just not gonna get that bag, and he knew that Jordan Poole was gonna get it. But also, it could be other things. So, yeah. I'm not an expert. I'm not the guy that was there that was recording it. So, womp womp. All Can't right. wait to see some basketball, bro. Can't wait to see how these uh, Wolves bring out the new offense. Yeah, it's going to be weird seeing Rudy Gobert in a Wolves jersey. I'm going to be so slightly depressed, but it's going to be interesting. Maybe it'll all work out. Oh, I'm hyped to see Ant-Man. I bet you you're hyped to see Murray. Your boy Jamal Very Murray was Murray. It's been like in the preseason, getting two, it ready. Almost two years since he's played. So, yeah, man, more NBA storylines coming tomorrow. It's going to be hype. Oh yeah, we got it. We got some good stuff. I'm ready for to talk about these uh these tears with you. But yeah, all right, Jalen, that's some good stuff right there on the football season. Excellent week. Um, I will be off on the the predictions on Thursday, so apologize for that. But me and Jalen are still going to talk some NBA before then, and Christian and Jalen will got you get you covered with all the predictions. That's going to be excellent. It's going to be another interesting week ahead. Oh yeah, good week ahead. But Colby, before we sign off, what's your last thoughts, dude? Final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts. Man, there's so many directions to go, so much on, on the mind. But, you know, uh, I'm going to do an NBA one. I'm just really excited to see some of these bad teams even, like some of how their player, young players are going to do, which which young guys going to have like the breakout season of all these high draft picks. There's a lot of really interesting young young players that have come in the league just the last like two years not even people that have been in the league. So I'm very excited to see how all of them do and who's kind of the breakout guys, how some of these rebuilds are going. Yeah, that's all going to be – it's going to be awesome, dude. Uh, I'd to see all these interviews and breaking into these storylines tomorrow. Again, my final thoughts, dude, I, I just – I'm still just so over overhyped about that that game from Sunday about the Bills and Chiefs. Personally, I think uh, I hope we do get another round of that in Buffalo. And even though I said my doubts throughout this show, I do hopefully believe that we get a, a Buffalo game in the playoffs against the Chiefs in the snow. Something for the books. Ah, that would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't it? It would. Ah, all right. That's excellent. Woo. Thank you for listening to the CJJC show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram, where we post weekly pickums, 
and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our Pick'ems list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.